0: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies Today. Your host, Francisco Rojas. Um... Eagles are playing tonight against the Vikings, home opener. Feel good about that. But I can't say I feel good about the last couple of days. I I can't say I do. I know the Braves are a very good team. They're one of the best teams in baseball, the best team in the National League for sure. Uh, Record-wise, and I mean, it's not even just record-wise. They're loaded from top to bottom, especially... Uh, offensively. They're just uh, loaded and they proved that in this series um, by scoring 26 runs in four games. And the Phillies scored a lot of runs too. We'll get into it. Um, But Braves are a really good team and they showed that by taking three of four and winning the National League East title. Putting the cherry on top for them uh, last night as Kirby Yates helped to uh, strike out Brandon Marsh and get the Braves their National League East title. They're six straight National League East title, um, they do it over the Phils uh, last night, but hopefully the Phils will have the last laugh um, in October, potentially maybe matching up against them again in the playoffs, we'll see, uh, we know what happened last year, so. Um, so pretty simple show today, we'll get into the key moments and the recap uh, of the scoring highlights from yesterday, last night. Uh, Getting my game takeaways, then series takeaways, uh, and then we'll preview um, the three-game set at St. Louis this weekend. 100% imperative they definitely get two of three. I mean, I'm looking for a sweep. We'll we'll get into it. Uh, It's a three-game set against St. Louis. Um, And then around the league, uh, we'll look at some of the scores and standings from yesterday. And then we'll get into a few bets. Uh, I don't have any bets uh, for tomorrow against St. Louis um but I do have a few bets uh for the day in major, around major league baseball. So we'll we'll do something a little different there. I haven't really done any bets for uh you know around major league baseball, so we can do that. And I haven't done bets in a few episodes anyway, so we'll do that. So Phil's sit 79 and 67 second in the East. That's not even going to matter anymore. Um but they still do have the first wild card spat, spot, excuse me, as the Chicago Cubs lost last night um to the Colorado Rockies. So Okay, so it was Christopher Sanchez and Spencer Strider on the mound uh, for the Braves. Uh, Strider for the Braves, Christopher Sanchez for the Phillies. Um, top of the first, Austin Riley hits a two-run, I mean, a two-run bomb uh, out into the concourse, out in center field to Ashburn Alley to make it 2-0 Atlanta. Um, and then bottom of the first, a half inning later, Bryson Stott with an RBI single. Kyle Schwarber would come in to score uh, to make it a 2-1 Atlanta lead. That's all the Phillies would get in this game as top of the third, Austin Riley hits a sack fly for his third RBI of the game. Ronald Acuna Jr. would come around and score, or he would tag up, excuse me, um, and it would be 3-1 uh, Bra- Braves. Then um, top of the fourth, this is where the scoring would end. Kevin Pillar hits an RBI double. Marcel Ozuna would score, and it would be 4-1 Bravos, and that's really, that's all. again, that's all the scoring uh, that would happen in this game. Bottom of the ninth, Kirby Yates in to get the save, gets Brandon Marsh to strike out swinging to end the ball game and secure the Braves' sixth straight National League East title as the, the Braves do it on the Phillies home turf at CBP um, doesn't feel great. And I kind of, you know, it, oh, I know Franski in LA had mentioned it earlier in the, the series that the Braves have the potential to do this on the, you know, all, uh, in Philadelphia and you don't love that, but it happens. It happens. And the Braves take three of four and they do it in the last game of the series doesn't feel great but hopefully we get the last laugh hopefully the Phillies maybe make it back to the fall classic the Braves get the division title just like they did last year um so hopefully we'll get the last laugh but the Phillies lose four to one um to the Atlanta Braves and uh so game takeaways from this game for me uh Christopher Sanchez number definitely number one the first one his career high seven and a third innings pitched and 10 strikeouts. He did give up four runs. Um, but look, he's, uh, you know, he's supposed to be your fifth or sixth starter at this point. Um, and I mean, he's really making the case that he should be the fifth starter and I get it. Um, I'm just still like, I, I guess people want to move Lorenzo to the bullpen. I still like what the six man rotation does. Uh, for for the rotation as far as like rest goes, it hasn't proved to really work for for Aaron Nola so far. I really thought it would help. Um, but I think it's really helpful to to Nola, to Wheeler, um, to to Ranger Suarez as he's coming back from injury. Like I still think it's helpful. Um, but I mean, from what it seems like, it seems like it's gonna be Christopher Sanchez is the fifth starter and Michael Lorenzen will probably move to the bullpen. Um, I mean that's what it sounds like. I'm not 100 sure, but that's what I'm pretty sure. That's what it sounds like. I don't know if that's just people's takes or if, if Topper's kind of come out and said that. Um, but it looks like that's what it could potentially be. Um, I, I'd still rather have the six man rotation personally. Just you know, coming down the stretch run here as we're trying to you know secure the top wild card spot for the playoffs. Um, but that's number one. Christopher Sanchez has a huge game. Uh, not huge game, but he has a as far as uh, workload and strikeouts go, big game for him. Spencer Strider, my second takeaway, Spencer Strider was nasty for the Braves. Um, he wasn't necessarily nasty in the playoffs last year for the Braves. As when he faced the Phillies, he was terrible. Um, but he's been pretty good lifetime against the Phillies. He has a 156 ERA and six starts now in his career against the Fightins. Um, goes seven last night, four hits, one earned, two walks, nine strikeouts. Um, I mean, he's the major league leader in strikeouts. Um, I'm pretty sure still... Uh, after last night, as he adds nine to the, to, uh, his, um, stat total this year, strikeout wise, suspension so Strider was just absolutely filthy last night against the Phillies, uh, only allowing four hits in seven innings, uh, against one earned again, one earned two walks, nine Ks. So Strider last night, filthy against the Phils. Um, and last takeaway offense, only one run on four hits, um, stinks because the offense had been really good. Um, this series, you know, putting up the the totals that they were putting up, um, in game one and game two and game three. Um, it was all, I mean, the offense was scorching hot, but I mean, this will happen. I mean, you're going to face like a really good pitcher and Spencer Strider. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball since last year. You know, you score, uh, eight runs in the first game, seven runs in the second, um and six in the third, but the Braves have been, just been scoring more runs. The Braves have just been scoring more. Um, uh, so that those are my uh takeaways. Um, from the game, uh, Sanchez, uh, you know, probably securing that fifth starter spot potentially. Uh, Spencer Strider filthy last night, and the offense. I mean, that's kind of ties into Spencer Strider, um, but the offense not doing very much against Strider, against Yates, and uh, I forget who else won for the Braves, uh, Brad hand, of course, uh, former Philly Brad, ha- Brad hand. Um, so series takeaways and kind of, kind of ties into what I just said before with the Phillies offense and the, the Braves offense though, uh, Braves offense, is just a little bit better. And they showed why, uh, you know, they have the number one offense in baseball, um, I think literally like number one in almost every single category except like stolen bases. And they're still top top ten in stolen bases because Ronald Acuna Jr. um stole a sixty six last night, which is insane. Could we have a forty seventy season? That's insane. Um, but Braves offense, twenty six runs in four games, and it's because of guys like Marcelo Zuna hitting bombs. Austin Riley hitting bombs, Matt Olson hit a few bombs in this series. He has fifty one now, I believe, and he could he's probably gonna he will break, uh, Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones is uh, you know record, um, uh, fifty-one set back in I think it was 05, 05 or 06, um, for the Braves. Um, I mean, you know, Acuna. Uh, did I mention Acuna? I mean, there's just guys all up and down this lineup, um, and they're the reason why, uh, we we saw this this series why the Braves are so good, um because their offense is so unbelievable. I mean, the, the the reason why they have the, you know, they just clinched the NL East is because their offense is so freaking good from from Riley to Acuna to Olsen um, to Sean Murphy to all of these guys um, to Albies uh, to Orlando Arcia uh, this year, who is also an all-star. Like, they they are loaded from top to bottom. It's, it's utterly insane. I think they have nine guys with 15 home runs. I don't think it's ever happened. I could be wrong if that's never – it, it, it might have happened before, but it's only happened a few times. I think pretty sure they're the first team ever with with nine guys with 15 home runs. It's utterly uh, unbelievable. Um, So the Braves offense, uh, my number one series takeaway. Uh, Phillies' offense, great too, but just uh, not enough. Um, Braves are just a little better. Um, second takeaway. I don't want to overblow it, but, I mean, obviously we're just talking about this series. Uh, it seems like, you know, people calling in to – Uh, you know, to the station. Um, It seems like on Twitter, it seems like uh, people are overblowing this whole heartbreaking comebacks thing um, or heartbreaking losses. Like it's been happening for like two months straight. Like it hasn't been happening for like two months straight. Okay. It's been happening for the last couple of series. And I know we're, you know, we live and die Phillies fans. We, you know, Philadelphia fans in general, you know, when we support our teams, we live and die with them. Um, But it's happened only the last couple of series. Okay. Like, People are calling in like, oh man, all these heartbreaking losses. Like, no, it's happened in the last week, okay? Like, my God, in a week we'll probably forget about it when we, when we sweep the Cardinals. So, like, let's relax. But the heartbreaking wins or the heart—excuse me—the heartbreaking comebacks um, did hurt in this Brave series. Um, but just a reminder too, like the Braves are a really good team, and you give the Braves a chance, uh, opportunities, they're gonna they're gonna take advantage. They're gonna do that. So the Braves did that. Uh, in this series against the uh against the Phils, um, uh, you know that that's what happened. The 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 Braves took their opportunities and they seized them. They seized them, and we I, we saw that in game was a game three where Romuto strikes out and then Cassiano grounds in double play, and this was after the the Stott and the the Turner home runs and the Turner home run in the ninth where they tied it up. You know, you you gave the Braves an opportunity, and you knew it, especially after that Castellanos double play. You knew that the Braves uh, were going to come back, um, you know, in the tenth and win that game. So uh, heartbreaking comebacks, um, not uh, don't sit well. Um, you had an opportunity to take three or four. You did, and you didn't. So unfortunate. It was really going to be. Uh, I was going to you know at least hope at the very least for a split, but they don't do that. And then third takeaway, Trey Turner. My gosh! I know we've just been beaten into the ground, but I don't think it's been talked about enough in Major League Baseball. How good Trey Turner has been been since August first. Look at his numbers: sixteen homers, forty-one ribbies, three forty-eight average, three ninety-three on base, a seven thirty-six slug, and then a an OPS over uh, over eleven hundred. Uh, and then in the series against Atlanta, seven for eighteen in the series, um, two homers, one stolen base. And I had talked about it on the other podcast that I do, uh, the shift, um, where it's all major league baseball. And, you know, I, I talked about like Turner isn't just doing this, um, you know, isn't hitting these home runs like with the ten nothing lead. Like he's doing this in huge spots, huge pressure packed spots. That's what Trey Turner is doing. Like He's not just doing these or hitting these, having these big hits. Like, he's had walk-off hits. He's had game-tying home runs. He's had big hits. He's not just doing this, uh, you know, putting up these numbers um, when it doesn't matter. Like, he's doing this in, like, a wild-card race. He's doing this with, um, you know, big comeback homers, like, whatnot. Like, Trey, that's that's how, that's how Trey is doing this. Like, Trey isn't just doing this um, – you know, in small spots. He's doing them in big spots. I think that's really important to mention. But Trey Turner just on fire since August 1st. Like, just look at those numbers, man. Unbelievable. Um, so let's get to previewing um, the series against the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, they start a three-game set um, at St. Louis starting uh, tomorrow. So the Phillies do have the day off today. And I think it's a... Um, a good day off for the Phils as you do lose three or four um, to the Braves. I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, I want to say ironic. I'm trying to think of like what the word is. It's a, uh, it's a good spot to have a day off. That's all I'm going to say. It's good. It's a good spot to have a day off um, today. I'm um, heading into the St. Louis series. I want, look, I, I want to sweep. I want to sweep. The Cardinals have been playing good baseball though. They're seven and three in their last 10 games. So, you do have to be mindful here. The Cardinals are playing good baseball. Let's shut that down. The Cardinals have been bad this year. Let's shut that down. Um, Cardinals offense looking at some of their general numbers. Offense, offense is 17th in runs scored this season, starting pitching ERA 25th in Major League Baseball. Relief pitching ERA is 22nd in baseball. Um, so their offense is mediocre, and they're, they're pitching on both sides, the, their their bullpen and their starting staff not so not so good, bottom 10 in baseball. Um so take advantage. Let's light let's let's continue. The offense has still been good. Let's uh or at least they were in the Atlanta series. Let's let's keep it up. Let's uh you know keep on um on St. Louis's uh throat here. Um let's do it. Um so just looking at some of the starting pitching matchups um for the weekend. Zach Thompson on Friday night. Uh, 8.15 Eastern time is the start time for the first game. Zach Thompson on the mound for the Cardinals. 4.06 ERA in 22 games. Six starts to his name this year. On the other side, Aaron Nola. 4.64 ERA, 93 ERA plus. Has not been good this year. Um, I, th- I Mediocre, not good, whatever. N- Nola has not been what Nola is supposed to be. He's not been good. And I just can't trust Aaron Nola right now. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, can just get some some good starts here uh in the last couple of weeks before they head in the playoffs still think he's my number two guy in the playoffs but not feeling great about Aaron Nola um Saturday seven fifteen, uh eastern time start Miles Michaelis on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals 475 ERA leads major league baseball and hits allowed uh to this point so let's uh let's Let's get like 15 hits against them. All right, <laughs> Ranger Suarez on the other side for the Phils, 3.93 ERA, coming off taking that no hitter into the seventh against Miami. Unfortunately, uh, the Phils couldn't get done in that game. Was not a great uh, loss. Um, Sunday, 2:15 Eastern Time. Dakota Hudson uh, takes the bump for the Cards, 5.10 ERA in nine starts this year. Last time out against the Phils not too long ago, five earned and five and two-thirds innings pitched. So hopefully the Phils can light him up again. Taiwan Walker on the other side. Don't know how I feel about Taiwan Walker right now, especially with that velocity issue, and he's just been, not been all that great as of late. 430 ERA uh, this year. That's literally league average. He has 100 ERA plus. It's literally just average this year. Five earned and five and a third uh, against Atlanta uh, last time out. So um, hopefully the offense can carry them this weekend. Um because the only one I really trust so far in this series would probably be Ranger Suarez, <laughs> pitching wise. So there you go. Those are your uh starters for the weekend. I want to sweep. Two of three, I guess I'm content with, but I want to sweep. All right. Uh some around the league. Um just one more time, I think I'm gonna give you guys this year the National League East standings. Just, just one more time, just because the Braves did win the National League East. Okay. Um, so Braves ninety six and fifty. First place, that's where they're gonna sit. And we knew that's where they're gonna sit all year. 79-67, um, second place the Phil's Marlins at seventy five and seventy one as they're trying to stay in the wild card race. Sixty seven and seventy eight the New York Metropolitans, and then the Washington Nationals in last at sixty five and eighty one. Um, the wild card race right now, because that's the most important thing. Probably should have mentioned that first, but I didn't just get the National League East thing out of the way. Your fills, even with the loss, 79 and 67. They are in front. Um, they hold the first wild card spot. The Cubbies, 78 and 69, second wild card spot. And then the uh, D backs and uh, the Reds tied for the last one at 76 and 71. Um, they hold the last wild card spot. The Marlins uh, trail a half game behind Cincinnati and Arizona, 75 and 71. The Giants also tie with the Marlins, 75 and 71, and the Padres and Pirates. Eh, I don't even that that it's really just Arizona, Cincy, Miami, and San Fran vying for that last wild card spot, probably, unless the Cubs uh, have like a bad stretch here in the last couple of weeks. But you never know. It's baseball. You literally never know. So those are your National League wild card standings as it literally stands. Uh, well, not literally, figuratively, I guess. Whatever. Um. So there you go. Uh, Bets to take. Bets to take. I'm just going to look around Major League Baseball. Just looking around Major League Baseball. And these are um, FanDuel. I usually only use FanDuel, to be honest. Um, So these are my uh, FanDuel bets. Um, Christian Walker. Against the D-backs take on the Mets today. I'd take Christian Walker plus 560 to hit a homer. Against the Mets, I believe uh, he has a homer against Kodai Senga this year. He has pretty good numbers and small sample size. But uh, Christian Walker, I'd take plus 560 to hit a homer um, against the Mets today. Uh, Maybe get a homer uh, off of Kodai Senga. So that's my first one. Second one, Josiah Gray. Six plus strikeouts and the Nationals to beat the Pirates. Plus 700, I would 100% take that bet. Um, Josiah Gray, I think, last time out against uh, Pittsburgh, pretty good. I think he put up around six strikeouts and five or six innings of work. I would take that. I would take that. Uh, Nats and Pirates um, later on today. I'm trying to think of what the start time is. I'm going to double-check on that for you guys uh, just to get you set there. on 12.35, so it's the first game of the day, 12.35 start time for Washington uh, and Pittsburgh. And then my last bet. Gunner Henderson, record two plus RBIs tonight against the Rays at plus 460. I would take that gunner has been uh, really good all year. Um, I think this is technically his rookie season, right? He had some, he had 34 game outs. So this is his rookie season. 25 homers this year, 75 ribbies. Leads the American League with triples, uh, with or in triples with eight. Um, he's been really good this year. I mean, the, the, the O's have uh, some young... Uh, some young, literally gunners there, like what I did. Cool, deal with it. Uh, Gunner Henderson, now take it plus 460, two plus RBIs tonight against Tampa. I would take it. Gunner Henderson, um, has been really good as a rookie this year. As the the Orioles looking to make a uh postseason run this year with uh, some of their young uh, talent that they have, even though they lost Felix Bautista, which sucks. Um, but there you go. That's my last bet. Um, so that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. Uh, look, much-needed day off, I think, after the Braves series and the Marlins series too. You lose back-to-back series. Um, but let's go. Let's get an emphatic sweep this weekend. That's what I'm looking for. So go Fightings, Francisco Rojas, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.